9-11. I was thinking this morning as I was telling my children some of the stories that I know about 9-11. Some of the heroes, some of the people, you know, that followed Mr. Rogers' advice that was given to him by his mom about whenever there's tragedy or difficulties in the world, look for the helpers. There's always helpers. And of course, that's a plea for all of us to be helpers when there's times of struggle. So as I think about 9-11, we all have our stories. We know where we were at. For me, I was coming home from uh, Rochester, New York. I'd just been there. My dad had had a life-saving transplant, a liver transplant at uh, one of the three hospitals at the time that did live liver transplants. I was in my senior year of college. I went back there uh, to be with family, to be with my dad, to give support. Dad made it through. And on my way back to Utah from New York, I flew from Rochester, New York, near Palmyra, where I grew up, flew out to New York City. And before I flew out to New York City, I talked to a gentleman at the Rochester airport, bonded a little bit. He was headed to New York City to see a concert. And it was 9-10-2001 when I arrived in New York City just for a layover, a brief layover, and then to head out to Utah. Our plane didn't take off, as I recall, until after midnight, so it ended up being technically the morning of 9-11. I was in New York City, just a few miles from where the Twin Towers would be attacked. I got home that morning and got a phone call from a sister-in-law calling my wife and explaining what had happened. And of course, that always makes you think, you remember the traffic, uh, rental cars, everything seemed to stop in America for a few days and flights didn't resume for a while. But here's what I remember. A few years later, my family and I had an opportunity to go to Shanksville, Pennsylvania and see where the plane, Flight 93, actually crashed into the ground. Sounds horrible that they crashed into the ground, but there's also a side story. You remember that the plane was believed to be headed towards the White House. And several people on that plane banded together to see what they could do to prevent that tragedy from happening. Interesting, from ashes, from a burning plane, there's some hope that something worse didn't happen, that people gave their life to protect. I had an opportunity to go to that Shanksville with the family, as I mentioned, and before they put up a, I think there's a special museum there and a wall and such. I went when they had a lot of teddy bears and mementos and things that they had put in honor of the victims, or in this case, I guess the heroes that gave their life. My daughter, a few years back, went to the Pentagon and explained to me how amazing it was to see that one section of the Pentagon, which, as my son was telling me this morning, or reminding me of, it was a newer section of the Pentagon that had just been reinforced, and very few people had moved into that section yet. And so what a coincidence, if you will, that not as many lives were lost, and it was a more fortified area that allowed the burning flames and things not to go into so many of the other sections as could have happened had it been any of the other five parts of the Pen- or the other four parts of the Pentagon. Of course, you know, I've, I've, I've enjoyed going to the White House. Uh, that was one of the targets. 9-11, if you go there now, <laughs> typical of America, you attack, America comes back and says, we're going to come back better. And we're now going to make it a day every year where we serve and give to others. And that's what's happened over the last 20 years. Matter of fact, as I'm recording this message, my own children are serving. They're helping out rebuild bike trails in Utah. And they're trying to give back since they've been given so much. What a what an opportunity. If you go to the Twin Towers now, they're actually built, I believe, 1,776 feet is one of them in honor of the founding of America. They're built bigger, better, stronger, and as a testament that you may attack, but you're not going to keep down. You may hurt and take, but we're going to give and build and create. Interesting. There's also a museum back there at uh, where the, the towers were attacked. 
that museum, if you ever get a chance to go back, it's not an hour long or two. You'll probably spend three, four, maybe as many as five hours there, especially if you're reading all the plaques and the testaments and the thoughts and the stories about what happened that day. If you have an opportunity to go back there, remember, it's a lot like other museums, like the Holocaust Museum and such, where it's best to be very quiet. Even if you're going with friends, relatives, it's best not to talk very much at all. You go, you think. One of my most profound memories of the museum, the 9-11 Museum in New York City, is this. There's a fire truck there. Part of it looks completely, it's completely burned out, looks old, wrecked, and part of it looks almost brand new. And it's from a, a fire station or a fire company that actually went there to help out. It was their founding, it was the anniversary of their founding of this fire department in New York City. They were founded on 9-11. And it just so happened that one group was the night shift was getting off, the day shift was coming on when the towers were attacked. So they had double their normal numbers. If it happened at 11 a.m. or if it happened at 3 a.m., 5 p.m., any other part of the day except for that key part where the night shift and the day shift were crossing, they wouldn't have had their whole team there, their whole group, and many of them perished. And there's a fire truck there, as a reminder, a full-fledged fire truck in the, in this museum. There is so many amazing parts of this museum. You'll see where steel has been crumpled and crinkled because of the fires that were raging. You'll see heroic stories. Those are some of the places from the White House to the Pentagon to Shanksville, Pennsylvania, that I've had the opportunity to visit in honor of 9-11 and those people who gave their lives to protect America and to help America heal. I hope you have an opportunity. It's when you travel together, sometimes it's a fun go to an amusement park type experience. Sometimes it's historical. Perhaps you're going to see battle sites of World War II or the Civil War in Gettysburg or something like that. Other times you're going to spaces and places that are more contemplative. They cause you to stop and to think about your humanity and what you're doing to help change the world. I hope today on 9-11, I hope throughout your life, you're going to places that change you, that redefine you and help you to become better. Good luck creating your heroic journey. Bon voyage.